Warrior Woman, welcome back to the Warrior School podcast. This is episode 127. Okay, so I'm at the end of a podcast day. My voice is a little strained. Uh, it's a little tired. It feels like it's lost its like oomph, its tenacity. Uh, um, probably much to Carson's pleasure, although he's not here. Because I love to um, constantly make noise. I love to sing. I sing most of my sentences. Most of my conversations are in song. Uh, I like to just sing random songs. I often get the tune very wrong, uh, which frustrates Carson a lot. (laughs) And I constantly just make noise. And there's a couple of reasons for that. One, I grew up with a father who constantly made noise. Uh, Two, I actually find it extremely calming because of the vibration in my body. Uh, And tapping has very much come into this space around um, health and healing And I have never tried tapping. I've heard great things about it. A few of my really close friends have tried it. And and I don't know that much about it, but I would assume that it has something to do with um, like the vibration that happens in the body and how that might move energy, release energy or calm the nervous system. So for me, uh, constantly like making noise and humming and using my voice um, creates a vibration that I love in my chest. Uh, and I also actually do uh, some tapping myself without actually knowing that it is tapping. Um, I've always been really into, I'm not sure if you can hear that, but I actually love banging or tapping on my chest um, right there on my sternum Uh, and it it calms my nervous system down uh, quite a lot not that I'm amped up and I need to calm down Uh, anyway okay so my voice is a little strained I'm at the end of my podcast day on Wednesdays I do a full podcast day which is super cool. You know, on Tuesday nights, I love looking at my calendar and seeing that I have a whole day of podcasting. Now, sometimes it's full of recording podcasts with guests. Um, Other times I record a bunch of solo episodes or I plan for future episodes or future guests. You know, I do the write-ups, I create the creatives, um, you know, I get it all ready and then I send it off to my podcast manager, Carson, uh, who edits it and uploads it. So end of the podcast day today, uh, and I normally record all the intros at the end. So sometimes my voice um, can sound a little funky, that's why. But today's guest is the delicious Lear. She is one of my warrior women. She's one of the coolest women I know. Uh, and I am I feel really lucky because all of my women in warrior school are just so goddamn cool. They really are. They're just such cool women. 
She's more than just my warrior though. Leah is a wife to Landon. She's a mama of two boys who are Landon and her homeschool. And she owns her own business. Yeah, that's right. She is a boss lady. She is a wedding photographer in Indiana. She also just started her own podcast, the Photo Concierge Podcast. And when we recorded our conversation, she had just gotten off recording her sixth episode. So she's a bit of a podcast pro. Uh, Leah has been in warrior school for 12 months this July. Yeah, when we recorded it, we, we were having our 12 month anniversary, uh, which is so super cool. And in today's conversation, we talk about what her world, life, training and health were like before we met. She'd had a very hard few years and she gained quite a bit of weight. She felt really uncomfortable in her body. And at the same time, you know, she was raising two young boys. Uh, she was starting her own business. They had moved. Uh, uh, and so there was a lot going on in her world. And she was trying all of these things to lose weight. But she wasn't getting the results that she wanted. And she ended up really tired. She was overwhelmed. She felt really defeated, like she had failed. And, you know, in trying all of these things, you know, she tried so, so many programs. She would start and stop um, uh, so many programs trying to figure it all out for herself, but they never felt right and they never stuck. So she ended up in what, you know, I call the pit or the black hole. And then she took action. She got support with her nutrition from Jessica Ash's course, fully nourish uh, and she started to learn how to really nourish herself properly and then I've had the privilege of leading her in her training and her health for the last 12 months. So I really believe that you need to be consistent with your training for about nine months until you really start to feel more confident, um, confident in yourself, confident in your body, in the practice and this will help you fall in love with it. And once these things start to happen, you can really start to get those badass results that you want. So Leah's been the most consistent she's ever been in her training over the last 12 months. And that in itself is just, you know, so much celebration there. And I'm so proud of her. Uh, and last week, she also PR'd her squat and her deadlift. She lifted the most weight she's ever lifted, which is so badass. Uh, and, you know, one of my missions through my work and through Warrior School is, you know, I really hope that every woman gets to lift a weight and a barbell that she once couldn't lift. And it was, you know, it was such a special moment for us to share together last week uh, when she PR'd her squat and her deadlift. So we also talk about her world now, you know, her world and her life and her health and her training, you know, how it's changed over the last 12 months, you know, how finally consistency with her training has seeped into all other areas of her life and really given her more confidence. We talk about how setting boundaries and saying no has really helped her uh, with her training and with her health and 
you know, live into her mission of what she wants her life to be like. We talk about her biggest wins and her greatest insights and learnings over the last year and what she's excited about for the future. Okay, Warrior Woman, I hope you enjoy this conversation with Leah and I on how consistency gave her more confidence in her life. Welcome to the Warrior School podcast, the podcast for women who train. I believe following a plan that works with your body and has a timeline of years is the future of women's training. I also believe women can train hard. We just need to learn how to do it in a respectful way. So Warrior, this is your go-to show for practical information on training, nutrition, hormones, and performance. Myself and tons of experts will help you create a training strategy that works with your body and gets results. I am your teacher, Amy Bowe, coach, dietitian, and the creator of Warrior School. Okay, Warrior Woman, let's do this. There we go. Leah, welcome to the Warrior School podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, you're a bit of a pro. You're a bit of a podcast pro. Uh, I mean, I have a very new podcast, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how many episodes have you done on your photography podcast? I just finished recording episode six today. So just before we got on, I was wrapping up the editing on that. So still new, but they're really short. So I feel like I can, you know, get them out, crank them out a little bit. Yeah. They're all solo episodes, aren't they? Yeah. I might interview someone down the road, but for now I just want to keep it simple. So it's just me so far. Yeah. What did you talk about today, this morning? Well, I talked about, I'm a wedding photographer and family photographer. So I talked about um, like ceremony photo tips. And then um, I talked about why you should print your photos. So kind of educational for the clients. Cool. Why should you print your photos? Well, I think there's something about holding something tangible in your hand and it like brings in another sense to your photos and it kind of can bring you back to that moment um, in a different way than just like looking at it on your phone. I am guilty of not printing my photos though. So I'm like speaking to myself, but it's, there's just something about having a printed photo in hand that I think enhances that experience. So. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. Uh, a couple of years ago, I got Hank drawn by mm. our local artist and I think there's something really magical and cool. I'm just like looking off because he's sitting like uh-huh. he sits here on my desk. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. And I think there's something really magical and cool bringing it out of your phone, out of technology and into life. So I can see why you would say that. I reckon today uh, so many people would keep them in their computers or in their phones or on their social media. And they, you know, they may not be brought to life in the environment and in the house. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yep. How long have you been a photographer for? 
Well, I officially launched in 2016. Um, and then before that, it's like, what do you count as like your hustle, your side hustle? Like, when do you start taking yourself seriously? Well, for me, I guess it was when I got legal and got my LLC and all that, but yeah. So it's been a slow growth from a few years before 2016. And that's when I started taking it seriously. So, yeah, I would love to start with diving in a little bit to your world. You know, Mm. what does, uh, and we can talk about, you know, maybe your world before, before we met, before we connected. uh, Mm. And that can be, you know, just your life, your work, you, you're, you're a mom, you know, where you live, uh, you know, your relationship to yourself, to your body, to training, to health. Uh, and then I'd love to then kind of come into your world today and what it looks like. Do you think that's a cool place to start? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Okay. Tell us about your world. Well, so before we met, um, I lived in Indianapolis, which is in Indiana, um, in the Midwest of the U S and we lived there for about 11 years. So we, that's where kind of, we built our family, my husband, Landon and I, and that's where I built my business. Um, that's where I kind of grew up, I think is how I like to say, because we were young when we got married and we were young when we had kids, we have two boys and they're 10 and eight now. So Um, I think we kind of grew up in Indianapolis and um, I started my business, like I said, in 2016. And prior to that, like I already had our kids and I had never, um, a lot of the colleagues that I know started their business before they considered maybe starting a family. So I was in kind of a unique position because I already had kids and they just kind of, my business had to kind of fit into my life because I was the primary caretaker of our children and my business has been able to grow and scale as like my kids have gotten older because they're more independent now. Um, my husband is a huge like supporter and partner and like we co-parent it's like very, um, egalitarian, but, um, obviously he's like the main breadwinner for our family. So, um, but yeah, that's why I kind of like, I grew with, my kids, I guess my business grew as they grew, but, um, Indy was great. I loved it. And I learned a lot from growing a business because when you're starting out, it's just you, it's still pretty much just me. And you just kind of have to figure it out as you go. So having, (laughs) I highly recommend everyone should start a business because it's, it really, it challenges you and it makes you like, grow and it get it builds your confidence because you once didn't know how to do something and now you do know how to do something because you had to figure it out and um it was valuable to know when it was time to like ask for help from a professional who could like help you in a certain area um so i love my business because it's I love what I do, but it has, I've watched myself really grow from when I first started that until today. And I mean, I'm always growing, but I'm hella more confident now than I was back then. But, um, but we, um, we lived in this cute little neighborhood in Indy called Sobro and we loved 
like walking and checking out the local restaurants and all that stuff. And then of course, like everyone got hit with like pandemic stuff. And I think it brought in some perspective for our family because we didn't have any family in Indy and it was kind of lonely for a few years. And I think everyone probably felt that, but, um, so last year we decided we were going to move three hours North and we moved to the neighborhood that my sister lives with her two kids. And it was a big, bold move because I had just hit a really good stride in my business. Like things were well-oiled and like flowing and people were finding me organically through Google. And it just was like the worst time to move a business probably. (laughs) But um, we just both, Landon and I felt like we needed a change of view and our boys are at the ages where we want them to be around family. And, uh, we had, we ended up, um, we homeschool them now. So that was a big change for us too. So, um, we felt like there would be a good community for that here and being around family. So we packed up and moved, we bought our first house and, um, it was scary because like I said, moving a business, I have never done that before. And so I had to figure that out and I'm still figuring that out. But, um, Indy held like so many beautiful things for our family, but it also held like a lot of like pain and hurt in some areas that like had to grow through, um, both in like our relationship and then just like myself personally. So I'm, I've never, I haven't always been the most confident person. And I went through a lot of like weird body image stuff and, and it all happened like in indie because that's where we were for a really long time. I ended up like going through like some health stuff there and it all revolved around like my body and my body image and like my health. And, um, I started like looking for ways to like fix my body. I had started rapidly gaining weight. That's what was going on. And, um, it really made me consider, um, my, how I looked at myself. And, um, so I started looking for like all these ways to like fix my body. Cause I just wanted to be skinny again. <laughs> and I did all the things and I tried all the supplements and I went and found all the random health people who said they could fix me and all this stuff. And it turns out that I probably just needed to find some consistent practices that would help honor my body. So that kind of brings us to today. That's like a really quick, but I stumbled across your work. Um, I think through Instagram last year. And I, I remember like seeing your posts and, um, just like how confident you were. And of course you're like doing all this cool stuff with your training. And I thought the type of women you were speaking to, I felt like her. And, um, so then I reached out to have a call with you last summer. It's been, I think it's been almost a year. So I think that was a big turning point. And the more I work through what we do together, I realized it seeps into every area of my life, um, work and personal beyond like the training. So, yeah, before we, um, before we dive into, you know, I'd love you to talk about, 
uh, some of the the really cool learnings and the experience that you know you've had over the last year or so. But can we just go back to, you know, can you talk a little bit more about like how you were feeling in your body and then uh you know the the things that you were doing uh mm-hmm. that we've spoken about this before is that you felt like you were just so inconsistent you couldn't uh yeah get a rhythm or momentum or consistency in anything that you did can you just speak a little bit to that leah yeah so i was feeling very um, out of touch with my body because I did have like some composition changes that were happening. And I, I think I was kind of like in a panicked state for a while, just like, oh my God, I need to fix this because it doesn't feel good. Um, But I wasn't consistent with anything that I did. I was looking for like really quick fixes. I was looking for like an easy way to, um, at that time it just was about the weight for me. So I was just looking for really quick ways to like look a certain way. And I would buy, um, a weight equipment, like a, like I bought a rowing machine one time. Cause I saw on line that rowing is like the best way to like have a quick result or something. So then I did that for like, I would do things for like a couple weeks and then it would just like taper off. Um, I would get really motivated. I would like sign up for a 30 day, whatever, like Instagram challenge. And then I would do it for like two weeks. And then I wouldn't, I would just would stop. And I had no accountability. So it was just like me trying to figure it out. And my husband is, I mean, he's so supportive, like I said, but it's like, he, he just didn't understand, you know, where I was at. And, um, he would just cheer me on every time I like tried something new. (laughs) Um, but I was just feeling really, um, it was an an overwhelm and just cause I didn't know what to do. And it was just trying to like find out, try to trying to figure it out. And it was very confusing. And of course I wasn't seeing any changes and I just felt like worse and worse about myself. Um, and just like kind of depressed about how I looked and felt and I didn't have lots of energy and I just kept feeling like bleh. And so because of that, like I didn't really care about what I was fueling my body with. And I would just kind of like use things that felt good and eat things that felt good, even though it didn't really make me feel good um, in the long run. But yeah. Yeah. Do you think that the the consistency piece came from like lack of energy, like the physiology, or do you think it came from just not having a clear plan and really being led and feeling really confident in that plan? Or do you think it was a little bit of both? It might've been a little bit of both because I was busy and I have the kiddos that I was trying to take care of. Um, But I do think that most of it was probably just like not having a plan. Um, And I think I've always kind of been more of a procrastinator, to be quite honest. Um, And that didn't help because I just didn't find that motivation. And like not having a plan, there's nothing to go off of. So it's like, well, I guess I'll, you know, if I feel like it, maybe I'll do it. But if, if I don't have like 
like you said, a clear plan to go for it, then I'm not probably going to feel like doing anything or it would just be like very every so often. Um, I also like at that time in my life have had a big fear of failure and I still struggle with that from, you know, from time to time, but it's a lot better, but I, it was almost like I sort of got to a point where I'm like, well, I'm obviously not going to finish this. So I'm just going to quit now because if I quit now, it'll just save me heartache down the road or it'll help me avoid the feeling of maybe not hitting a goal that I thought I could hit. Um, and just kind of like quitting early and pulling myself out of the game. Cause I'm like, I'm not going to win anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> that was not very yeah. healthy, not a good space to be in. Yeah. I'm going to retire early. Yeah. yeah. From this. Yeah. yeah. I think it's really important to, um, you know, understand our world when we're going through that. So when you were going through that, you were raising two boys. How old were they? So that would have been, I mean, this was this thick of this time. I, they were probably were like six and four maybe. Um, so it's like not easy when they're little, they're a big old handful. Um, so yeah, they're boys, boys they're, when oh, they're yeah. young. Oh, I gosh. just, yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I love being a mom, but I will be honest that it, it does feel, it has felt at times that I've lost like myself, like my identity. And, um, I, I would imagine a lot of parents feel that from time to time, but I definitely felt that I felt like, um, I didn't like recognize myself from before we had children. And it was really, there were days that it just like, I didn't like it and it was really hard. So yeah, it took a lot of energy and especially at that age. So I, I think even more like there was no motivation or not as much motivation to like take care of myself. Um, cause it did, it would drain a lot of energy to kind of be there for them because you have to be there for them and help them because they can't really take care of their needs at that age. And then uh, whatever's left over is what you get. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You get the, like the scraps, like the food. Yeah. <laughs> Literally sometimes. Yeah. You get like the crust left around this sandwich that they didn't yes. eat. And you're just yes. like, damn it. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So th definitely, I think there's an energy piece to it. You know, if you're, you're a mom or you're caring for, you know, someone, or I think you, yeah, there's such an energy piece. There's a physiology piece to that. Um, and, you know, I just don't think that we're in, when we're in it, we really recognize that, Hey, actually like there is so much energy going out um, to nurture and raise, you know, these two boys <laughs> that take so much of my energy at the same time, were you doing business stuff then as well? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah. There was a <laughs> lot going on <laughs> and yeah. I, I did not have very good boundaries back then with like work um, it was easy for me to say yes to a lot of things. And it was really hard for me to say no. And I'm a people pleaser, like at like my most unhealthy space, it's like, I'm a people pleaser. And so that was work was burning me out at times. 
um, when I, you know, in my busy seasons and yeah. So yeah, that, that took a lot of energy too. Yeah. Um, I call it the pit or the, the black hole, right? So when I injured my back in 2012, I think it was, I was like flat on my back on the floor and I couldn't get up. And that to me was the pit. That was like the, the black hole where I was just so weak and so broken, so disconnected from my body. I didn't trust it. Did you have a pit moment, like a black hole moment that you thought, okay, like, you know, what I'm doing is just like not working for me. It's not working with my body. Like I really need help. Like I need support. Um, I mean, I've had a few moments <laughs> like that I think, from yeah. time to time. Yeah. Me too. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. I've been in the but, pit many yeah. times. Yeah. <laughs> but I think. I think the moment that I decided to reach out to you was like before that, cause we had moved, like we were in the process of moving and moving is like, really, that's a lot of work too. Um, and I had been off the busiest season of my life. We were now homeschooling our children. So it actually, I think for me, the pit was just not even that long ago. The one that kind of, um, was a catalyst for change. I think that has change that has stuck, I guess. Um, cause that year was, it was the busyness of work. And I started like hating work and I started like hating being around my kids and like, just life felt like really blech, like dark. Um, and I don't want to feel that way. And I, I love my job and I don't want to feel that way. I love my kids. So I think it was kind of a wake up call of like something has to change. Like what you said, like, I realized like, I can't, I can, this isn't sustainable. Yeah. So. I call it the dark and twisties <laughs> when you feel really dark and twisty and, <laughs> and like your tolerance and your resilience is really low. And so then it really affects your work and your business and your relationships. And I remember it towards the end of, you know, when I was deep in competition, uh, competing for Olympic lifting, I felt dark and twisty a lot just because I was training so much overtraining and it took a really big toll on a lot of my relationships, um, my work. And so, yeah, I like to call it the dark and twisties <laughs> in the pit or the black hole. And it's not, a, it's not a fun place to be in. No. Is it? <laughs> it's <terrible. No. laughs> yeah. But before we connected, you did a little bit of work around like your energy and your food, didn't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I had tried that. This was like years before I had tried like dieting and like diet. Oh my gosh, don't do that. Like don't do the whole 30 because it just like messed us up. Um, my husband and I both did it and it, um, I just, it just messed us up. It wasn't good. So for me, it was not a great fit. And it actually threw me into, um, some disordered approach to food. I struggled with some disordered eating in college. And, um, I don't think I ever really like took care of that. And so I felt like I tried lots of different diets and unhealthy approaches to food. And then I ended up stumbling across, um, I think it was Jessica Ash on Instagram and this idea of like pro metabolic eating. And I told my sister about it. And so we started like diving into like, like learning about that. Cause I had heard about like intuitive eating and I, 
stop. I just, as soon as I heard about that, I stopped, um, putting any parameters around my food. Cause I was like, Oh, I can just like listen to my body and eat whatever I want. Well, that wasn't very helpful for me either. Even though it was like a step in the, it was just like helping me step in the right direction. So, um, yeah, I, I have, I, before we met, I was, I have been slowly healing my relationship with like food. And I remember, I remember the first time after dieting for a while, I had, you always used like yogurt instead of sour cream. And I love sour cream and I love it on like a taco or a chili bowl or something. And I remember the first time I like, you know what, I'm going to use sour cream instead of yogurt, which I love yogurt and yogurt's amazing. And I still love to use it, but I put sour cream on and it tasted so good. And I just felt so free from that moment of eating some sour cream. And I realized like I needed to heal like that relationship with food and how to fuel well. And in a way that is like going to honor my body for that, which for me, it was the energy piece because I was just tired all the time and just felt like really sluggish and that's not helpful again with kids because I I couldn't really keep up with them very well. Yeah. And, um, you know, for business and for your relationship and the energy piece is, you know, really the foundation. And Mm -hmm. it's so it's sad and scary that we were never taught this. Yeah. Yeah. As young humans, people, mm-hmm. you know, for it's both for males and females, but for especially females, you know, we were never taught about our physiology and how it all works and the science and how to fuel our bodies properly and understand the bodies and how to listen to it. And, mm-hmm. and so then we, yeah, get caught in this cycle uh, for so long. And yeah. I think what we're really after, yes, we want to feel great in the body, but we're really after this energy piece of like this stability piece. You know, I want to have energy. I want to feel good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that was the p- moment too, that I had let go of looking a certain way. And I was like, I don't care what I look like anymore. I just want to feel like good. And I want to feel like I have that energy. And if, if I never look like I did whenever, whatever my ideal was, if I don't look like that, I don't care because I would rather like feel good in my body and like have that energy. Cause that feels so much better than like the size of shorts that I have, I guess. So. Yeah. Yeah. Not always easy. You know, there yeah. are, yeah, it's not an easy one. Uh, because we, and I, th- I, we can have both, you know, I do believe we can be in a body that we feel really comfortable in. We feel confident in, you know, that may look a little bit different to what it does now, or, you know, when we are in the pits or really struggling with our weight, you know, I do believe that. Uh, But yeah, the work is in the functioning body first and the performing body. And actually, can I train consistently. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think it was for like, it was a way for me to, yeah, make the steps that were going to count first. Cause yeah, I still like, I would love to have a slightly different body composition now. And I see the potential of it now versus when I was just trying like unhelpful things. So yeah, I love that we can have both. Cause I do want that, but yeah. Yeah. Talk to me about you seeing the potential. So, 
tell us a little bit about like your world now and when it comes to like the training stuff and your health stuff and, you know, you seeing that potential, what, what is that? Yeah. Look like. Well, I, I have trained the most consistent I've ever in my entire life (laughs) since we started. We need to cheer. Everyone listening needs to cheer. Like (laughs) Leah and I have been together now for, yeah, a year, pretty much. I think this July. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that is, that is epic. Like that is like so goddamn cool that you have trained the most consistent you've ever trained for a year, a whole year. year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am so proud of where I was a year ago till today and I'll probably tear up because it just like, it feels so good just to like honor myself. And yeah. So like my world now is like I said, it has seeped into like other areas. So I would say that because of the training and the work and the chats that we have, um, you know, it's, it's a holistic approach. Like every area is, you know, affects the other areas. And so because I've been consistent with training, that means I have to put up boundaries around like when I'm going to train and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm still always figuring that out and, and getting more consistent with that. But saying like, mom can't talk right now because I'm training. Like when the boys come and they try to talk to me when I'm working, I'm like, you need to go talk to your dad because I can't talk right now, unless it's an emergency, of course. But I've been putting up like ways around training that will help me be consistent and, and making the time for it, um, stopping work early so I can do it. So then that has then had a chain effect on like work. And I'm like, well, I can't answer emails right now because I need to stop and I need to go work my body. Um, And then it's helped me put boundaries up with just client communication, block scheduling. So now I like, I only edit photos on certain days of the week. And then I only do admin on the other days. And I know it's because of the training and the, the practice of being consistent there has allowed me and encouraged me that I can find that consistency in other areas. Um, and I, I think I told you this on one of our calls too, but I have had another insanely busy season and I know, and I travel a lot now because I shoot out of a city where we used to live. So I, I'm in the car quite often. And then I'm shooting a wedding for like eight to 10 hours. And I would be dead if I didn't have the consistency of training my body. I know it because I'm fueling myself better. Now I have more energy and my muscles are stronger so I can handle um, the workload so much better. And I think it's helped me avoid like burnout on projects. And that, when I kind of clicked those two together, I just thought that was so cool because who would have thought like, I don't know, eating right and <laughs> sleeping well, and maybe like working your body would help you like in your job too. Like who would have thought, but it has. And that's been really cool to see like the investment and in, like working with someone who can help me have a plan and, um, it just, it affects every area of my life. And so it's like, that is so valuable to me. 
Yeah, there's such magic in being strong, mm-hmm. physically strong. And, you know, it really changes the posture in all other areas of your life, not just your physical posture of like, yeah. you know, yeah. the stand up straight shoulders back, but the posture in how you show up, how you show up as a business owner, as a mom. And it, it, I, I believe it makes life easier and mm-hmm. it makes, business easier and this is you know my coach my business coach will often say human first business owner second and this I believe is you know as even as mums human first yeah mom second yes of course you know when they're tiny babies you know they you they need you to survive but still like if you're not human first if you're not fueling yourself first uh it's you know it's a really hard thing to to show up for the long game and yeah. just keep keep going and we do we get we get burnt out we get mm-hmm. like essentially malnourished mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we get yeah. burnt out because I remember when we first uh started connecting you had this like chronic back hip mm-hmm. you know uh situation problem yeah. that would then flare up because you would spend you know, at least, you know, three hours there, you would shoot for like Mm -hmm. eight or 10 hours, and then you would spend your three hours back. And so that's a lot on the body. Have you found, you know, since like consistently training, have you found that experience so much easier? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I can handle, I don't love to travel, but like, if I have to, I know that, yeah, my body handles it so much better. And then I now have tools I can tap into like stretches and things that are going to help, you know, even more when I get home and I'm all sore and tense and stuff. Um, but yeah, my back is like, I feel so strong and my legs and like, I can see changes like what we talked about earlier. I see like little bits of definition here and there and it just makes me so happy because I can feel it, but then I am starting to kind of see it. And I can see like the work that I've put into the training. The other day, my husband and I were laying in bed and I, I think it was him, it's either him or my sister when we were on a trip, but I like turned my leg and I saw my calf muscle definition. (laughs) And it sounds so stupid, but I was like, oh my God, Landon, look at my calf. And I could see like a muscle that I have not seen before. And, um, I got really excited because I was like, it's where, like, you can tell it's working. Like I can feel it, but now I can, I'm starting to see it too. But yeah. Yeah. It's often the feeling will come before we Mm -hmm. then also, we have slightly like some kind of body dysmorphia within ourselves. I believe like what we see can be very different to what others see. And so there's a little bit of a gap there, but often we feel it. Mm -hmm. And then we start, that kind of gives us confidence. And then we start to see it. We start to notice it. We start to break that. I think haze of that body dysmorphia Uh a little bit to be like, okay, I'm feeling it. So let's like let's look a little bit closer uh, with less judgment and actually see if we can see things. Um, Oh, I love that. Yeah. Uh, Can you tell us about some really cool wins? Uh, Something Mm -hmm. that some things that you just like super stoked about and you feel so cool, um, you know, over the last year? Um, Well, the consistency has been a win. Um, I also 
Um, I just did my own personal record for my weight that I can lift now for my squat and my deadlift. And I, I love deadlifting. I didn't think that I, I don't know. That was surprising to me that I loved it so much, but it feels, I feel like such a badass when I lift and I'll tell Landon like, Oh, I got to put the 45 pound plates on today. And it's so that has felt really good to just feel how strong I I am now. And I think I told you one time too, oh, like it's not, you know, they're just like the 45 pound plates or whatever. And you were like, Leah, that's more than you've ever lifted before. Right. And I was like, oh yeah. And that perspective change has been exciting. So even when I put like a little two and a half pound plate on the next time, it's like, well, I, that's more than I've ever lifted ever. And that's been cool to see. Um, I think an overarching win that I've noticed is, and it kind of goes back to like the beginning when we were talking, but I feel more connected like to my body now. And I didn't realize how disconnected I truly was until we started working and getting in. And you have to kind of like come to, you have to face that when you're training because you I have told you too, like, I'll try to distract myself during training. And for a while I was like having a movie on while I was training. And I just, I don't do that anymore, but it was like, my brain was like trying to just, let's not look at this. Let's not be in this spot. Let's not pay attention to how you're feeling, but you have to, if you want to have like the quality movements and like pay attention to all those cues that you're teaching us. And um, so I've noticed slowly and I I'm sure there's room for improvement there will be but I feel like I'm becoming more connected to my body and it's like I've treated her like shit for so many times you know like I've talked shit to my body I've like put shit in my body that doesn't feel good you know what I mean like the food and 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 the ways that you can cope with like how you feel and I'm I'm seeing that and I can like she's been there for me and I want to be here there for her. Like, I want to be there. I feel like my body is this thing outside of me sometimes. And I just love that I'm starting to kind of come in to my body and just, that's been a big win. Yeah. You know, Lear, I honestly believe, and I'll probably cry when I say this, (laughs) that our greatest love affair should be with our own body. Yeah. And it's just not, and it's so sad. It's so sad that like the greatest love affair of our life should be with our body. And we just spend so many years disrespecting her again. And it's not our fault. Yeah. It's the culture's fault. You know, if we were taught, and this is why I do the work that I do Mm -hmm. and I teach women what I teach them is my hope is that we can raise our children (laughs) to find their way home to like to respect their bodies and and understand all the things that yeah and I just think it's so sad it's sad that we just disrespect her for so long Um, but I I get that feeling that you get like Mm -hmm. that she's separate sometimes Mm -hmm. yeah and like we can, you know, we've got to love her. We've got yeah. to respect her. And yeah, yeah it takes a, it takes a long time to, yeah. to do that. You know, I honestly believe it takes about nine months, you know, from, yeah. from my own journey and working with so many women now it takes us about nine months to really like, okay, like yeah. gain momentum 
Yeah. Um, and would you say that for yourself? Like the first, yes. the first part, there's a lot of friction. Yeah. It's really oh, effing yeah. hard. Yeah. Yeah. I think the first, that is such a good timeline. Cause I would say that's about on point. Cause yeah, the first, I, I remember from like last summer and the, just like the little movements I was doing and it just felt so hard and like my leg, like the lunges and it just was so difficult. And it was, felt like we were kind of, I was sledging through mud a little bit, <laughs> but now I feel like so strong and my legs and the lunges are like, so yeah, but totally feel that. And, and I like what you said about like our kids too, because yeah, I don't think that I had the best, um, example at times on like how to talk to my body. So even though I have boys and I know like sometimes I feel like girls like have a different messaging that they get maybe about their bodies, but I try really hard to teach my boys like um to honor their bodies and to listen to their bodies and 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 talk kindly about their bodies. And the other day I was finishing up my training and I was doing um a deadlift. And my boys did come down to where I trained and they were like, they looked at the, cause I was resting in between and they looked at the barbell and they were like, mom, can you lift that? And I was like, yeah, do you guys want to see? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, okay, I have one last set. And it was like five reps or something. So I did it and I had my headphones in with my, so- my song on. So I, I was feeling the vibe and they were watching me and I finished my last one and they both were like, yeah, mom. And I like went up to them and I was like, ah, and they were like, that's so cool. You're so cool. And I just felt so cool. Like getting to show them because they've, they see, they've seen like, as my training has progressed and when I'm down there they'll pop in from time to time and so they're they are seeing they they pick up a lot more than what I think people think and so just me like showing up for my training I think they they can pick up on that and they've seen the changes too so that's been really cool to get to kind of show them you know that about myself but what a cool experience yeah yeah for them to come in Yes. to be just just to be so excited and so proud yeah. of you yeah yeah I felt so good I was like dang they're so proud of me look at that <laughs> and I felt I felt so validated by them <laughs> they're they're really cool kids yeah they um like you said they are amazing watches mm-hmm. they, they just watch and they take in a lot and mm-hmm. so even though they might not say things all of the time, they are definitely watching and they would know that you are consistent. You do this thing consistently, or they know that you show up for work and you've created a business. And even though they might not be able to articulate it, they don't have the language yet. They just, they just know. Yeah. 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 Uh, What are you excited about, you know, moving forward? Um, I mean, I'm excited to keep feeling this like momentum. Um, I do feel like 
I'm getting stronger and it's cool. I can't wait to see like what I can do next. I've been working on, I we're building out a, for me to do a pull up at some point. And I, I just, that is like, that's always been like on my list. And I just know like the day that I can like do that pull up is going to feel so good, but it's been cool seeing just the progression, um, where I'm at now and it's getting stronger. Um, and with life, I'm just excited. We, we're still relatively new to this area. So I'm excited to build out my business up here. And I just came off of a mentorship and she like, I got some really cool clarity of where I want to take my business and my art. And I feel like this is my year of setting some foundations in my business too, to just like enable me to have the life that I want and not be so, not get burnt out and so I'm, I'm just really excited for things feel so good right now. And, and I'm excited to see like how much cooler it's going to get. It's so cool, Leah, because you've gone through, it's like a radical transformation. It's like reinventing yourself. Mm-hmm. I think as women, you know, we can get stuck in this role of I'm just a mom mm-hmm. and, you know, we can stay in that at, and not go through a reinvention, but, yeah. and we go through many reinventions in our, in our life, you know, some harder than others, but you were a mom, but now you're a mom, you're a business owner. Mm-hmm. You own your own business. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's <laughs> epic. Yeah. You've built your own business from scratch. That's yes. so rad <laughs> as well as still being a mom and yeah. a partner. Uh, you, uh, you've trained consistently for a, over a year. So you are now a woman who trains and mm-hmm. is strong and loves to train. And lo- that's a reinvention of like yeah. where you were before. Isn't that, I just think that's so cool. Yeah, It's so cool. I think about like myself from that, like five years ago. And like, if I could, if she could meet me now, Cause like, I think about that just from when I was a kid, like, oh, like young Leah could meet me now. She would be like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. And then even five years ago, even last year, Leah meeting me now. And so I can't wait to see, like, to keep transforming and like in a few years, like what, what will that Leah be like? Cause I'm never going back to just being a mom or just being that in that state that I functioned in for so long like that's gone and I'm no longer okay living like that and so I'm excited for all the changes that will come yeah and I you know and this is why I love training because I believe the practice teaches us so many things but it's really this cool medium for this reinvention Mm -hmm. because you become this person that is consistent and has integrity and sets boundaries and shows up for herself, uh, slows things down, moves Mm -hmm. through all the hard stuff. Like, you know, you've learned there's so many skills within the practice. And then, like you said, at the start of the call, it like leaks into all other areas of our life. Cause we're like, okay, if I can do this thing and like reinvent myself around the training piece, I can do it in any area of my life. Yes. I do think that I've become more confident as a person and a business owner 
because of like aspects of the work that we do in training. I know it. And I think I am the most confident I've ever been. Yeah, that's really cool. I like that. <laughs> that's really cool, Leah. It's just an absolute pleasure and privilege to one, know you and uh, two, to lead you in this stuff. I absolutely love working with you, Amy. I like, I am so glad that I stumbled across. It was like such, it was just the perfect time. I was ready for it. I think I don't know if I would have been ready for it, you know, earlier. So I just feel, I just am a big believer that like the universe brings things to together sometimes. And I really feel like I was meant to stumble across your work and like start working with you. So I'm a big fan of Amy. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Lear. I'm so proud of you. I am so, so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Awesome. Should we finish? Let's finish. Yeah, that yeah. sounds great. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Leah. Warrior Woman, thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't, please give the podcast some love by subscribing now. And if you enjoyed this episode, please rate it and share it with another Warrior Woman. Also, if you want to go crazy, I'd love if you wrote a review for the Warrior School podcast. And also share and tag me with your biggest takeaways for the episode on the gram. Okay, Warrior Woman, have a great week in training. Bye for now.